It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin! Welcome back to another episode of the Relatable Voice podcast. Today, we are headed to Arizona to speak with Anne Lafferty. Anne is an author, and her latest book, Suffer the Little Children for All the Lost One, is out. So, Anne, welcome to the RV. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. And thank you for having me on the Relatable Voice. I appreciate it. Yes, I'm super happy to go to Arizona to give you a ride. And your website says, I went from skinning a deer and roasting the meat over a campfire to dining in the finest restaurants in the U.S. So which lifestyle do you prefer? Um, I prefer the one I'm in now because I'm kind of a day-to-day person. But when I lived off the grid... It's totally involving because you have to work constantly to survive. We did, and we actually had a very comfortable lifestyle, but it's very all-encompassing. What are the best things you like about living in Arizona? I love Arizona. The people, there's something about the Southwest. The people are so kind. They're usually quite mannerly, and they have taught me somewhat of how to dance, which I'm not very good, but they drag me along because they can do te- they can do Texas two-step, they can do waltzes, they can do cowboy songs. So I enjoy that. Oh, I would love to visit a place like this. Oh, yes. Well, I can give you some hints later on where to go. <laughs> yes. And you have been a freelancer writer for most of your life. Yes. How did you first get into writing? Hmm, let me think on that one. I believe I started in the fifth grade. And that is because I wrote a story about our dog with a highly imaginative name of Shep. Us kids named him. I won a prize for the story and I thought I can do this. So I think everyone has a story. Everyone has a story, even pets. And I love to write. An inspiring story so that others um, can identify with the uh, characters. And were you inspired by the the animals you had? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes, we actually, we were. Because when you live off the grid, you depend upon animals. Um, My dogs helped me herd cattle. And our dogs were not like dogs today. They were quite independent. They lived their own lives and they were very helpful. I have been having guests who come here to talk about their pets. And that's so amazing. They are 
so lovely and I think they deserve <laughs> also to have books inspired by them oh yes and even the cats I mean the cats had a job too they were hunters and they helped us out but they also spent a lot of time in the armchair in the house you know <laughs> cats do so and your latest book is called suffer the little children for all the lost ones can you quickly tell us what the book is about Well, this book is about the tremendous odds a young woman faces after being trafficked and abused for years. Although the book is fiction, mm-hmm. um, the personal loss for those trafficked is significant and rescue alone is not enough for mental and physical well-being. I think we often say things like, well, she was rescued from domestic abuse or she was rescued from tra- trafficking and now everything's okay. It's not okay. There's, you know, the personal loss is significant and there there's a certain loss with mental and physical well-being in the book there are also occult manifestations creepy but where perversion and violence exist evil phenomena may uh, present itself the book is dedicated to my daughter Naomi who has worked with at-risk children and adult sex workers through the kingship program in uh, Wisconsin and her church in Kansas City Missouri homelessness i'm very concerned about it's a particularly difficult situation for many at risk children and adults i feel like there is a there is the misconception that trafficking is an issue that doesn't affect north america oh. but yeah. <laughs> phoenix arizona where i live is a hub for human trafficking and my book in fact is based in arizona trafficking you know it could involve labor of some kind but a great deal of it is sex trade and three out of four victims are girls and the police have reported that girls as young as nine years old are within this sex trade so three out of four children of victims are girls children at risk as the young woman character in my book suffer the little children are often foster children or runaways they're homeless living on the street And this makes children very vulnerable to traffickers with their persuasions and a lot of psychological exploitation for the children. That's terrible. That's It is terrible. And what do you hope and that your readers will take away from reading your book? Um, you know, I am very interested in people who who overcome in some way and you know this is something that we often see as something we all aspire to i like to think of people overcoming things like even in my blog which i do deal with older women and their different um kinds of things that go wrong i really like to think of a person figuring out what to do and overcoming it now sometimes people don't overcome for good or ill the way we think they should but lots of them do and it's very important that people understand you're not just lost because something terrible happens to you you feel like you're lost but you're not necessarily do you see any solution for this problem that can happen in a near future for example and the traffic uh, 
I think the solution, of course, there's many, there's many people who are at risk. It's often a parent who is dropping the ball. And this book, the mother works all the time. The grandmother has an addiction. The father is not around. And when children are kind of turned loose on their own, uh, bad things can happen to them. And in this uh, particular book, the girl has terrible experience at home. She often spends most of her time on the streets or as a runaway. She has been a foster child for a few times, which is very common, I would say, for those who are trafficked. And generally, what happened to her is she's trafficked by her own relatives. That's not so uncommon. Children are actually worth something to people of this type um, through trafficking and sales. I, uh, I work, this is pretty interesting. I used to work within geriatric uh, health care and I had two ladies in there who were elderly. They were sisters, but they did not know each other at all. And the reason for that was in the 1930s, um, in Western Wisconsin, where I lived there, uh, people were very poor and the two daughters were sold to different farmers. One of them had a very pretty good life and the other one did not. Both of them were considered developmentally disabled. And, you know, I can see why with the disruption of their lives. Unbelievable because they were in 1934, but nowadays yeah. it's still happening. Yes, it's still happening. In fact, it's much bigger than we think. I had never heard of such a thing as child trafficking. And I also used to think that, oh, people are being um, kind of helicopter parents because they're worried about the child being stolen or trafficked. My thought on that is sometimes we are overprotective, but mostly children who are trafficked are the most vulnerable are oftentimes trading through the foster um, situation or just ending up homeless. There's pe children sleeping on the streets. According to my friend, and this is not, I can't verify this, she read that there are 400 children living on the streets in Mesa, Arizona. Do you think this problem increased after COVID? Oh, yes. I think, you know, at first people were losing their, if you're in an apartment, let's say here, and you can't pay the rent, and so you are evicted, are you going to get another apartment with another landlord? I really doubt it. And this happened, I think, quite a bit with COVID. I've been to New York last year, and I saw that the homeless population increased a lot. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. It's huge here, too. And something that kind of made me a little upset was the fact that we are going to host um, the Super Bowl here this year. So what have they done? All the people that were on the street in their little boxes and their tents, they swept them off. And what they did with them, I have no idea. But my thought is, if you can remove them from the street and put them somewhere, put them up somewhere, somewhere to sleep, we can do that every day instead of just for the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's go back to your blog. And so <laughs> your blog is called Good Looking Old Women. No, sorry. Good Looking Old Women. Looking Old Women. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you how that name got started. So my first husband passed away and I re I remarried and I married Mike in 2012. In 2013, we moved to Arizona so we could have one more adventure before we died, whatever, <laughs> because I was 61 years old when I married Mike. But anyway, we were taking a walk. And of course, in Scottsdale, Arizona, all the women are beautiful and all the men are above average for sure. And so we're walking along and Mike said, you know, there's a beautiful old woman. And I said, what? Oh, she's younger than me. And so a good looking old woman. That was the name of my, uh, my blog. I love it. And <laughs> what's the story behind these websites? I mean, the blogs. Okay, the blogs. You know, one of the sad things I think is I see a lot of ladies my age, and I'm 72. I did admit that, but it's true. Anyway, uh, a lot of these ladies are just very alone and vulnerable. They've either been divorced, they spent most of their life raising children, and now they're in a different world, they're older. And as my sister once pointed out to me, when I was probably 50, she said, you notice how men just look right through you? Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. And so women are very vulnerable. And on their own, uh, a lot of times, and so my blog addresses those specific issues. I remember when I was 58 years old and said to myself, you know, if you don't change something, you're going to, you're going to be in a dead end job for the rest of your life. So I did. So my blog um, covers things like dating at 58. Wow. <laughs> I tried it. Um, or when you might be living your life of Riley and the grandkids come to visit and stay forever. Or how about sex after 60 or divorce at 70? I mean, all ladies have to face these things. Mm. Uh, I want to give insight on these issues for women. They're not things I cannot address because there are some things like serious depression in that that I can address, but I want to encourage an attitude of fun and overcoming some odds that ladies might face today that are older. I love the article, the dating game at 58. <laughs> yeah, I love that one too. It's kind of like, you know, what not to say. Like, don't sit down with your new date and explain to him something like, well, my son's in prison, but I know he didn't do anything wrong. Or if you're a man, don't say no. something like, you know, I try to keep all my money from the former old bag or something like uh -huh. that. I mean, try, try to just internet interact with all, you know, this kind of stuff and your date might go better. 
I can tell a lot of funny stories about dating, but I won't get into those right now. And I saw the quote, men don't care if the women they date are their age or older, as long as they don't look it. Is that true? (laughs) That is a problem for ladies because let's face it, when we get older, we look it. So lots of times I, I look at it this way. If I see an older man with a young lady on his arm, I think he's got a bank account and it's a big one. But for ladies, you don't see much of that. She might be rich, but I haven't seen her with a date. Uh, And Cher Bono is actually uh, Cher. Cher has a much younger man, but that doesn't happen unless you're really famous, beautiful, worked up or something. And your website also mentions how to free your soul. So what does that mean to you? To me, it's very practical. I think people are very worried about what other people think of them. We all are. And, uh, and especially you'll notice this in um, performance. I've been a musician and, and I'm not a good violinist. I can tell you, I started at 42 and, you know, now I'm convinced you need to start playing the violin at five, but in the case of music, singing, and playing music, I have bombed and I've had a standing ovation. So that's how life really is. Free your soul and think about the standing ovation and go for it. We can start doing anything we want at any age. This is my conception since, for example, my, my mom is 79. My mom she goes to the gym every day. She does a lot and she, she looks terrific. <laughs> yeah. She looks terrific. She's always, when I ask her mom, how are you feeling? And she says, I'm feeling better than yesterday. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Or as my husband says, better than I deserve. <laughs> but, but that is part of, I think, as you get older, I go to the gym every day too, because there's a lot of things that you start to lose that you don't realize uh, you're going to do when you're 40, you start losing balance. And uh, working in geriatrics, I saw a lot of results of really hard falls. It's really not good. You need to have some muscle and you got to have that balance. Yes, it's very important to prevent falls and many other things. Oh, yes. It's something you have to do. A lot of times um, in geriatrics, you find people that, okay, I retired 20 years ago and I haven't done anything since because they're kind of resting, but you really, you can't get away with that. Yeah, I, I actually am a physical therapist and I worked with oh. the reactive population, also kids. And yeah, it's very important to to train in a train to go to the gym yeah training and also it's good for like meeting with new people and it's wonderful (laughs) I worked as a physical therapy aide and it was my most favorite thing to do Uh because I see real progress someone that had hip surgery something was barely walking when we got done they were walking and they went home we always can start even if it's late there just a no... little some of my friends they're kind of afraid to go we have a gym right here there's no excuse for me because you can walk right up this is a complex uh, a rental complex and you walk right up and the gym is great so we there's no excuse not to go there some of my friends say well i'm afraid i'll look silly no you won't nobody's looking mm-hmm. at you no they're worried about themselves and are you currently working on anything new you would like to share with us Oh, okay. So 
my I do. I'm a ghostwriter as well as regular writer. Okay. So in the summer, I finished Suffer the Little Children and then my client's book also. So now I have a neighbor lady that has done many, many interesting things. And she has a book in mind. In fact, she has a lot of the, she's interviewed people on this. And it's all about ridiculous, hilarious things that happen in dating when you're a little older. So there you go. So that's what we're going to work on now. And then she wants to do a diary or a journal. She's um, in the process of wanting to remake and herself and lose weight and get in shape. And actually she wants to get married. And so that's, this is going to be her journal. So I said, well, let's do the first one first. Let's get that organized and then we'll do uh, the one about your journal and weight loss and fitness. These sound so fun. Like they are funny. Actually, (laughs) she's told me some of her stories and I'm thinking, Ooh, are they ever (laughs) these things happen? Yeah. And, and is there a message you would like to leave our listeners today? Or would you like to share a story with us? Okay, what I'm really one of my most strongest interests is, you know, I'm most fascinated by personal change and growth. And um, I think my books and my blog exemplify this. I like to see people, even if you're, say, afraid to try something, or you're stuck in a rut with a job you really don't like, there is room to change. And it might not be something that you do overnight, like, oh, suddenly I've got this big important event or something. No, I think it's small things and changing your thinking. A lot of us think pretty negative. I can't do that. I don't want to do this. But in fact, in fact, the main character of my book, who she actually escapes from and trafficking she becomes a person with plenty of money and she's also has a she has uh, a, a business that she works and she's very very successful so to that that was her success now of course traffic people are not um and there's a lot of lacking some sometimes because if a person is only surviving they don't grow and this person I, my main character, Lacey, has not grown emotionally, but, it, and she's very, her, her favorite line is, well, I, I like my business, which was events and marketing because I like getting things done, but her attitude is kind of a blank. Like when she discusses her business with clients and that she's very business-like, she's a blank. That's one of the things that's a problem for her. But I think all of us, need to progress and grow in some way. And in my books and in my blog, people do grow for good or ill, they do. I'm going to promote your blog all over action. I would love it. (laughs) I'll tell all my friends and to my listeners now, and please share with us all your contacts. Okay. My blog is good looking, not looking, but good looking oldwomen.com. And my Facebook page is Core Hollow Media. And then there's my Amazon author page, which is under Ann Lafferty. Amazon, uh, the author pages are very good there. And they promote my blog feeds right into my author page. So it's, it's pretty good. Wonderful. And Ann, 
you will be featured in our magazine, The Relatable Voice. So our listeners will be able to see your book cover, which is beautiful. It has a little oh, thank girl. Thank you. I have a great, um, I have a great guy that works on that stuff. Yeah. He's super. And also your article, an article that you are going to provide us and all your, your socials will be there as well. Well, thank you, Lucia. Of course. Of course. And please come back. I want to listen to more stories. Oh, okay. I'll come back and talk to you about Core Howell and Hawkins Creek, which were my first two books. And they're about the off-grid. It was a pleasure to meet you in Arizona. And I hope you can come back to the RV. I certainly will. Thank you for having me on The Relatable Voice. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. Mm-hmm. And now you are, what, what are the, the things 
what are the best things you like about living in Arizona? What's the most? Yeah. I. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.